0: Welcome to the Serial Serial, the A V Club's podcast about a podcast. Every week or so, a few Onion Inc. staffers will be talking about the most recent happenings around serial, one of the most popular and addictive podcasts on iTunes. I'm AB Club's senior editor Mara Eakin, joined as always by Onion Inc. editorial director Josh Modell, and this week we're once again joined by Onion video producer Gus Spellman, and we have better sound this week. So that's Yay. Yay.
1: Yay. Real Iris brought the good shit. <laughs>
0: So, we just want to acknowledge that we knew someone said last week that it sounded like our app was recorded in that uh, dark room that Bo Bergdahl was trapped in. Whoa.
1: What if it was? That. That'd be cool. Good
0: point, Josh. That's what I should have said. It was.
1: It yeah,
2: was. We're doing this from mess. We have
1: more um, access O.T. than Master. Sarah Koenig does. <laughs> like, we actually are able to record our podcast in Pakistan where Bo Bergdahl was held for five years. That's not funny. I mean, he was a prisoner <laughs> for five years and he was tortured. Well, um, sorry, Bo. <laughs>
0: Speaking of Bo Bergdahl, oh, yes. there was some hot news at the top of this this week's episode. He's in trouble.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, by far the most interesting news uh, on this episode of Serial... Uh, was the actual news. Was the actual news that he, you know, I, I think everyone, including Gus's friend, um, a high-ranking Jag, a retired <laughs> Jag man, uh, was pretty sure that nothing was really going to happen to Bo Bergdahl. And uh, it sounds like the... Major General, who whose job it was to kind of determine what might happen to him, suggested a special court-martial, which essentially was going to be a slap on the wrist or, mm-hmm. you know, nothing in addition to being tortured for five years. Uh, but he's going to get an actual court-martial, and he could uh, potentially spend a long time in prison.
0: Yeah, I mean, they kind of talked about in the episode a little bit of what we talked about last week, where there is this really defined... Some people are saying, fuck that guy, send him up the river... For eternity, (laughs) you know, the Donald Trump quote at the beginning of the episode was like, well, in the old days, we used to shoot deserters or whatever. Versus some people are saying, well, it's already pretty bad. Even John McCain, which I thought was surprising, Mm -hmm. seems to think that he should go through some shit.
2: That makes I mean, that makes sense to me from John McCain's.
0: He was a POW.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But he was like captured. It's pretty (laughs) different. But I I mean, I don't know. It seems to me like she even says on this, like, it's pretty unlikely that he would get a life sentence. that 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 seems pretty uh, out there. One of the other things that's really interesting to me about this is that my friend told me that most of the jags on both the criminal and prosecutorial side don't have a lot of trial experience. And Bo Brigdahl's lawyer is a very good civil attorney who does have a lot of trial experience. Uh, So it would seem that like uh, he will have the upper hand in the courtroom um, I wonder Who knows
0: paying for that?
1: Oh, who knows.
2: That's something that we talked about, and he was like, "I have no idea," because when uh, Thomas Manning, the uh, WikiLeaks guy, yeah, um, when he w- went to trial, uh, there was like a fundraiser for him. But I don't think that for him to get uh, money to pay for his representation. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think
1: that.
0: Uh, Bo Bergdahl has that.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't. I haven't read anything about that. So
0: interesting.
1: Mm. I wonder if that sort of thing matters in a court-martial since it's such a different thing than actually kind of going on trial in a real uh, – not a real, but you know what I mean, like a, a civilian
0: yeah. courtroom. But it probably still takes a lot of hours to mm-hmm. prepare all well, that according stuff. According to him,
2: it does. I mean, you're still trying – you're basically still making an argument to mm-hmm. a jury. It's like a smaller jury with like a smaller pool of selection where it's only servicemen, but like service members, but – um I so think the, it would still make a difference.
1: It didn't seem like there was any real timeline on this, so presumably uh, it's going to happen sometime during the run of Serial, <laughs> and they're probably going to stretch the season <laughs> out as long as possible until this thing starts, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, but I was going to ask, in contrast to that, do you think that Serial has already affected the Bo Bergdahl case?
1: Maybe. I
2: mean, I can see somebody getting like pissed off after listening to this and be like, all right. They want to play, like they want to play. He, he wants Let's to like play. Per- yeah, yeah, like I mean, I could see being like, like yeah, you should have kept your mouth shut. And if you're not going to do that, then like, yeah, we'll take you to court and drag you through the mud and all this stuff, hmm. or
1: through the sand,
2: or the <laughs> dust.
0: Solid, Josh. Good Thanks, the jokes.
2: thanks. Uh, you know, uh, pee- they're not.
1: They didn't give me all that much you to work, work with for the uh, onion? this week. <laughs> the what now? Do you wanna- um should we say what joke everyone made to us on the way in? All the funny people in this office? Are you going to record the serial, serial, serial? There's a third yeah. serial. There's
0: a reason they come up with like 1,500 headlines a week and then only <laughs> so many get made. Um, uh, wow, inspired oh, man. No, I've, I've heard that joke many. before. Sorry, nobody. Not <laughs> to be fair, like I, like out of all of us or whatever, like Josh and I have seen that joke before. So they may think like no one's ever made that joke, snaps. Yeah. Like, But, you know, I've... Like how people make area man jokes to The Onion Mm -hmm. and they have to be like, oh, funny. I've never (laughs) heard that one before.
1: Um, It might be more fun to just talk about office politics than to talk about this episode of Serial, which was kind of boring.
0: I mean, I thought it was interesting in a couple ways. Like I thought towards the end when they started talking about like morale and then like what we did in Afghanistan, I thought was kind of interesting. But I wasn't super interested in the coochie tent or... Uh, Yeah,
1: there were three or four big points where it was like, who cares about this tiny detail? Like, is it going to matter later? It sounds like it's not. No one knows. Did he walk into a coochie tent or was he just seen near one? Either way, he got... They're like, and we'll never
0: know. They talk about it for 20 minutes and then they'd be like, there's no way of knowing. Right.
1: And yeah. it, and it has no material bearing like did he eat did he have Coke or Pepsi when he was walking <laughs> around oh man I'm not sure the, this guy says Coke this other guy I'm pretty sure it was a Pepsi well like, they said it does matter they they
2: said like if he walked in then like then, then he, then he, he, means gave that that he was yeah, yeah. That he right. was uh, not trying to create a dust one so yeah. it does matter for like his motivation and then b-
1: but both weeks I mean, interestingly I mean interestingly to a point uh, the, uh, she talked about how the Taliban likes to sort of make up stories to make people look bad. So they may have made up that story just to say, "Oh, he's definitely mm-hmm. a deserter." Or, you know, they when it, it sounds like when it suits them, he was he fought them a lot, and when it didn't suit them, then he was this timid guy. Yeah, and it, it just seems like this this episode to me w- seemed very withholding. Like what you want to know is really kind of what this guy went through, and uh, to a slightly lesser degree, what all the guys who were searching for him went through. And there was just sort of dribs and drabs of that, and definitely more of like what his, uh, you know, yeah, more about like map shit. Mm-hmm. Like
0: there was a map on the website where they're like. Then they went to yeah, you know, Gazai or whatever, and then they went took him to here in mm-hmm. this camp, and they all were trying to get to Pakistan, and like then next week he gets to Pakistan. Yeah, so they kind of had to bridge that, but that's not really what you want to know, I guess. Yeah,
1: I mean the most interesting things in the episode, and uh, you know, I said it was boring, but I think there were some definitely some interesting points. Um, were his uh, former friends, especially the guy who said, "Oh yeah, we would have shot him. We hated him." Yeah, they were very, very angry with him.
0: Well, if you have to wear poop pants for 19 days. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and it's Bo's fault that you have to wear poop pants. Yeah, um, and you know, get in life-threatening situations. And I know we're gonna we're gonna get to that in weeks to come. And this—that's why this episode felt like a, a little bit more of a tease um, because there are people uh, we're going to learn. Uh, who are counting the number of people who they whose deaths they attribute to the search for Bo Bergdahl?
0: In the New York Times this week, there was an article in the New York Times about this court martial or whatever, mm-hmm. and they said they basically determined that no one had died mm. directly from looking for Bo Bergdahl. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're he going to hear different. He couldn't have from...
2: known that. Like obviously, yeah. somebody could have. Yeah, and it seems well, I... like
0: they weren't on a direct. Mm-hmm. Like you're out there yeah. looking for Bo Bergdahl. Like if you're out there canvassing villages Mm -hmm. and then you die oh what were you going to get from that canvassing a number of things including looking for you know what i mean blah 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 so
2: yeah i thought the they like they went into a little too much detail on what that process was like just in terms of like i feel like most people maybe this is just me but i do think that most people have an understanding of like a general understanding of what it entails to be
0: that it's like a shitty grind. That yeah, that it's to, like, that it's like a
2: <laughs> shitty grind that it's like dangerous. I mean, and like it's been like you uh, bust put in, in put on movies and stuff like a million times since, you know, 2001, but I feel like what they said in this pretty much confirms what we've seen in movies and TV Mm -hmm. shows. So I was sort of like, yeah, I I know this. Like, why do I need to sit here for 30 minutes and listen to it?
0: Maybe that's why some of the most affecting sort of description of that stuff was the stuff where it got really the Copenhagen snuff, where they got into (coughs) very specific specifics, like, oh, the 19 days in the pants or whatever. Like, if you get into that really nitty gritty stuff, not just like, oh, it was really shitty. I didn't like being out there. Like, yeah, we all know that. But then if you really start using descriptive language, I think it makes it slightly more interesting.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think it just took a little...
1: I think that they could have pared it down oh. to just that stuff. It didn't
0: need to be 59 did, minutes. Yeah, it didn't so need so to be an hour
1: long. Yeah, I wonder if um, 19 Days in Shit Pants guy is going to be in the movie. Fingers crossed. Like, we're casting, casting for a guy who can, like, look really uncomfortable. That's and the name of the movie, 19 Days in Shit Pants. Yeah, but that's like more of a secondary ca- character, though. Um... um But, I mean, all that said, I feel really bad for those guys. And I would, you know, if I were in that situation, I would be very angry at him, too. And I would also be very angry at the Army, as he was, like, that, you know, and obviously we don't know the situation, but, like, they can't get resupplied. They have to be out there that long, like. It's a clusterfuck, obviously, but... It's, They're always
0: one step behind. Yeah,
1: it's some, you know, there's there's blame to go around, probably beyond the guy who walked out.
2: Um, I but The one thing I did really like was hearing the um, the commander talk about how he had to be like, yeah, let's just keep doing it while well, knowing, like, this is bullshit because he's in Pakistan and we're just mm-hmm. wasting our time and putting ourselves in danger.
0: That was a great way to end the up because they yeah, were like, yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah. He's right. Um, good news. <laughs> he's there. Um, the other thing I liked about this episode, um, you know, last week there was that great analogy to the Zoom book. This mm. week I thought the great analogy, Gus, you'll love this, was to the ad at and about how it's <laughs> just like lumbering, slow thing. And then you get this mouse or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the thing was in Star Wars. I don't really know.
1: You do see <laughs> in the new movie, uh, minor spoiler, you see an ad at for a second. <laughs> and it's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> uh, Another interesting Star Wars connection is that the 501st is the Legion number of the um, oh, yeah, of the, the the people who dress up as stormtroopers. And- oh, my
1: God. What if this is all just like a stealth advertising campaign for, <laughs> for the for Star, Star Wars, Wars movies?
0: Yeah. What if Bo Bergdahl in the Star Wars movie as a stormtrooper? Like that was like a perk that he got. <laughs> um, and we'll never know.
1: I can't wait till somebody reviews this on iTunes and tells <laughs> us what assholes we are for saying all yeah. this stuff. Hey, friends.
0: But that was the Anna thing was from uh, both Sarah Koenig and this uh, this major Jason Dempsey, the operations officer. I thought he was really interesting. I mm-hmm. thought he was like one of the more interesting parts where he was like, no, here's why that was all fucked up. Like, here's why I can step back and be objective and say, no, this was all like what we were doing. There was total bullshit. And we were so in over our heads that, you know, it had been a nightmare. Yeah.
1: What do you guys think of the uh, Taliban conversation? I, I my favorite line of the whole episode, which was so serial slash Sarah Koenig was. So, I was talking on the phone recently to this Taliban fighter. <laughs> like that's just what you do. I was ordering a pizza, and then the other line rang, and it was a Taliban fighter. I thought to, yeah. I thought that
2: conversation was a real letdown. Like because they built it up last week as like I'm going to talk to the Taliban, and then it's like maybe. Five minutes of conversation, and it's like sprinkled kind of throughout the episode, so you never really get like a concentrated idea of what it's like to talk to mm. this guy. Like, well, he was on a
0: cell phone. I'm going to burn our cell phone in a car in a. But
2: you could, like, if, I think if you'd put all those parts together, you might have gotten a little more. Uh, uh, I don't know You, you. I think I, I just would have gotten a little more of a sense of what that was like what that experience was like because that's what I was curious about mm-hmm. and instead we got like snippets of information every now and then
0: my suspicion is that it would be tedious and not make compelling radio do you know what I mean like well, she asks a question and then it gets translated then he answers it then he translates it back to Sarah you know
1: well it already didn't get it didn't make I know. compelling he, d- he didn't mm-hmm. have yeah. a he ton to say I mean he had some, some interesting stuff culturally to say uh, about what Um, you know, the locals thought about Americans and how he was sort of... They thought
0: they were always drunk.
1: They thought they were always drunk was interesting. And the fact that Bergdahl's blue eyes were, you know, made him scary and suspicious. Like, that's an interesting fact, but, um, you know, nothing uh, too relevant to sort of the overall picture, which is, you know, was he deserting and...
0: Yeah. That's probably why they talked more to Sami Youssef Sai, which Mm -hmm. is the reporter that Page One hired... Because he could just kind of sum it all up. Yeah, uh,
2: it's weird how much of this stuff we're getting secondhand this season, like through other sources instead of her tracking them down. I think it just yeah, really makes it a lot. They to send
0: her to Afghanistan. Is that what you yeah. wanted? I it's mean, it's cool story. if you do. <laughs> I,
2: I, I, mean, I think it would be more probably more compelling. Like last season, what was part of what was interesting is it's really like you following her, following the story, mm-hmm. and here you get the sense that she's just like bringing all these different things together. And yeah. it just like, it doesn't land as much. Uh, but there's, I mean, there's other reasons for that too, I think. It might what be another?
1: more, might be more interesting just to do a whole episode on what she was getting at at the end and say like, Hey, you know, we're not going to talk necessarily about what was happening to Bergdahl at this point, but here's 40 minutes on the conditions there. And, and why were these guys so mad? And why was, why did Bergdahl potentially think that, uh, he, you know, it was such a quagmire that, that they were in, that he needed to, do this thing in the first place. Um, but it all, yeah, it just kind of all went all over the place.
0: I have hopes that they'll get to that eventually, but yeah. probably when they do, we'll be like, oh, I've been waiting for this forever, and yeah. then I've already heard a lot of these pieces. And yeah. yeah.
1: We'll and what you want to hear is about. what we want to hear is his story, right? I mean, we want to hear the soldier story, individual stories. We want to hear his story, which they teased next week, you know. Yeah. Took him a year to plan his first escape. We know that he escapes a couple times. Um, presumably those will be uh, compelling, interesting stories. Um, but there wasn't just the, the, this episode just seemed like a lot of, a lot of background.
2: Do you want to hear his story? Cause I honestly don't find him that interesting. Like that's one of, that's one of the things about this season that is not really working for me is that I, it partly seems like it's an exploration of like him and his motives. Mm. And I like, I honestly like don't, just just doesn't I don't care that much at least not yet you know I'm not at this point I'm not like at the point where I'm like dying to get inside this guy's head or anything like that really
1: I want to know what happened to him you know I mean he he was in a situation that very few people are ever in you know captured Mm -hmm. by this Mm -hmm. group that mostly murders people Mm -hmm. they mostly don't let him go Uh, and you know how was he treated Um, was he a guest yeah was he a guest or was he tortured and uh, you know what kinds of questions did they ask him? What did he actually tell them? You know, will mm-hmm. he will he will he admit to anything? Um, and what was that sort of day to day like? Because you know that's an experience that very few people in the world have mm-hmm. had. You know, beyond John McCain. Um,
0: it, yeah, it would, to be constantly being afraid of be of getting beheaded mm-hmm. for like five years would yeah. be. <laughs> but how many?
1: I mean, how much?
2: If that's the thing that you're most interested in, you can get that in one episode. We've already got 25 hours of interviews yeah. with him. Like, if that's what you're interested in, just cut it, cut that part together and
1: then we'll know that yeah. part. Well, I think they have to build up to it because they that's can't also, just do a three-episode serial season.
0: How do I put this? That's also some of, like, the more base stuff to talk no, about. For sure. And so it's like maybe they want to not just be like torture, you know, this guy went through some shit, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: they certainly – she's trying to contextualize it, which – I think is important. I think it just needs, for storytelling purposes, it needs to get there a little quicker um, than it did this time. And there's a lot of kind of colorful information, but not, not enough that really moved uh, anything forward this mm-hmm. week.
0: We're taking a little break over the holidays, but we'll be back the week of January 4th with a recap of sort of what dropped, what happened over the holidays. If anything, we if don't anything, know, right? Yeah, maybe they're done So I didn't listen to the I didn't yeah. listen to This is actually the end of the season. The so. end. And we'll be like, that was a lot down. And then uh, we'll be back on the regular schedule January 7th, which I think is the Thursday, just like cereal.
2: Are they definitely going to drop something on Christmas No, Eve? no. I imagine they'll probably put it's something out
0: next. It's Christmas Eve. I don't know. I drive in a car the on Christmas things. Eve. Like, yeah, I know, Then I'll still... listen to – I like listening to podcasts when I drive.
1: This speculation is, like, just as exciting as the episode <laughs> <Yeah.
2: was. laughs> yeah. Honestly, this is one of the most interesting things for me about this season. Is like, why be? did they plan it this way?
1: Yeah, and it's funny how they they don't tell you yeah, when it's coming said, out. It's not like a TV show, they? right?
2: They haven't no. said like, yes, every Thursday we're putting it out. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: Weird. Well,
0: they're supposed to be doing more fan engagement, so maybe if you tweet it, then they'll answer your question. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but of we course, we don't publicists. do that, so we just talk about what
0: if uh, we, what if we did do that.
1: Um, let me let me can I plug something on the way out? That's not actually a plug, but yeah. just a recommendation. Um, if you're more interested in the first uh, season of Serial and and sort of mystery, murder mystery, true crime stuff, there's a Uh, A series that launches tomorrow on Netflix called Making a Murderer um, that is clearly sort of very inspired by Serial and the jinx. That's this guy in Wisconsin who uh, was wrongly convicted of sexual assault. He was in jail for 18 years. Uh, He got out and then he may or may not have murdered someone right away after he got out. Because
0: he's hardened from from the life. Or
1: he may be being framed by the police that originally framed him because he's suing the city of Manitowoc, Wisconsin, for $36 million. Ooh, Manitowoc. Manitowoc Is it yeah. true story or? True story. Oh. All true story. I'll enter, you know, this. Oh, that's awesome. R- it's, it's, yeah, I've seen the first three episodes now. There's 10. I think they all come on Netflix tomorrow, but. Um, it's definitely sort of in in the vein of uh, that first season of Serial, or if you've ever seen The Staircase, which is mm. <laughs> amazing.
0: <laughs> which was hot, um, hot yeah. topic last year around serial uh, episodes. Yeah. You didn't like The Staircase? It, it uh, fell, you don't know it know fell off for me.
1: You don't know nothing. Okay.
0: You know what my recommendation is, if we're talking about things you like if you like Cereal, is the podcast Criminal, which is, um, comes out every week. It's very short. It's like 20 minutes-ish. Mm. And they take on a different sort of crime thing every week. Like, for example... Recently, they talked to a bank robber. This guy was convicted of bank robbery, and they're like, "How'd you do it? How'd you rob banks? Like, what made you want to rob banks?" Hmm. Or they'll talk to someone who their family was killed in a mass shooting, and they were like, well, "What Ugh. did you do after that? Like, how did you like you had to talk, like you had to talk to the press? What was that like?" Yeah. All this stuff. So they sort of take on different angles of crime, hmm. and I think that's always very interesting to I'll me. I'll check as well. that out. And they're short ups, and you can just pick and choose what you want to listen to.
1: And Gus, you're recommending Star Wars: The Force Awakens. <laughs>
2: uh, no, I think it's going to be bad. Are you oh. going? Are you going? You're going, going tonight. tonight. Yeah, yeah. You're
1: going tonight? Of course. Mara, are you going to the Star Wars?
0: I'm going on, Monday.
1: going on Monday. Everybody's going on Monday.
0: Well, that was when tickets were available and I'm not doing anything. So. Um, and I saw it
1: already and I liked it a lot. The end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone so much for listening to The Serial Serial. If you like our show, uh, tell your friends and review the show on iTunes. And happy holidays, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye guys.